0: Welcome to me in. Ha ha it looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour you an owl over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carriage Rest Inn.
1: Ahoy, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm Mike, your host and dungeon master. And to my right we have...
0: Oh hey, that's Sam. Uh, Hey guys, it's Sam and I play Woods, currently Red, the Elven Ranger. Okay, last episode, so much stuff has happened. So Red is like still very ornery. The Woods are very much so affecting her. And that's because she realized that they're in Dorma. Zero clue how they got there. They did not open a rift. They just are there. Also, last time she was there, it was warm, fuzzy. She really enjoyed the feeling not happening
2: so, so that's where we're at. Hello, this is Nick. I play Vaso, the half-orc barbarian. And in the last episode, Vaso was feeling very irritable. Um, he had the similar feeling when he went to Dorma for the first time. That feeling has come up again, and I think, as Red had mentioned, we are in Dorma, or we think we are, or... Yeah, I think yeah. we are. We're, we're assuming we're we are. So so he was very irritable, and he kind of led the charge into the battle. Hey, everybody. This
3: is Ryan uh, playing Kinkade the Sorcerer. Uh, Kinkade's no different. No <laughs> clue that we're in Dorma. No idea what <laughs> Dorma is. So he's just along, you know, doing his mission.
1: Which what is it, his mission?
3: Clear the woods. Yep. But overall, he's pretty happy because the light being turned his homeland dagger into a magical weapon. Yes, Pretty they cool. Did. Very sharp.
0: <laughs> so sharp.
1: <laughs> Alright, we are going to start this episode off with Vaso rolling
2: two D twenty. What? I'm sensing uh, what? a theme. What here. is yeah, happening well, like, here? Like a three and a fourteen? Right. Am I adding anything to these? Nope. No, you're you're just, just rolling them okay. straight.
1: Yeah, three and a fourteen. Yeah. You are feeling just you're irritable. You're kind of run down. You're looking at that bite mark that was on your arm and it's starting to continually erode away at like, you.
0: Like flecky, dry skin kind like of?
1: flecky, dry skin. Mm-hmm. And go at, you're just not feeling well internally either. So you have one level of exhaustion. Okay.
0: Woods is going to look at you and kind of look at your arm and is this disillusioned? Like, are you flecking back t- to Ivana
2: um.
0: or are you turning into a Danoa?
2: Well, I don't think I'm turning into a dinoa
0: Are you actually a Danoa? I don't know what that means.
2: Do, do I look like a I don't a know. This place is a. me. Am I trying to eat your face all? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't know. <gasps> Guys. And she looks um, at the two of you. <sighs>
3: of all the torchies, Captain Brandon could have me rescue, I end up with these two.
0: Yeah, stick with us.
3: Light um, um, being yeah. like
2: shrugs. So, oh, fr- yeah,
1: I'm shrugging the, with
0: like, him. Light <laughs> being here. Like-
2: okay. So Vasa, he's going to say, I-, I think we need to get out of here to regroup because this this right here this is this is gonna kill me it's gonna it's, it's eating away at me ever since that didn't know it bit me okay
0: um she's gonna look at the light being that's still standing in front of us and say are there more things out there like are there more of you
1: that points at itself
0: and she's gonna and yeah and she's gonna like kind of make some hand gestures like more like i count on her fingers
1: and it shakes its head no. Kincaid, you take two points of piercing damage oh, son of a in your back. In my back? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I would take my time
3: and slow turn.
1: <laughs> no, I'm turning around really quickly.
3: Well you in the back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you turn around really quickly, and you start to feel a slashing damage. So take another two points of damage as now you're feeling a slashing in your back. Nothing's there. Are you going to turn around? Yeah, Yeah, I said I'm turning around. Yeah. Oh, you turn around, nothing's there.
0: What are you doing?
3: I'm taking off my shirt.
1: So, as he turns around, you guys see that Kincaid's backpack that he has on is starting to move around and jostle. And then, out of the corner of it, you just see the bag get sliced open Uh, as like a badger just comes crawling out and it's holding a shard. It's holding a gold coin in its mouth and it starts running off into the woods.
0: The shards came back. The shards aren't dead. Take take off your backpack and she's going to come over and she's going to rip the backpack off of you.
1: Do I still
3: see the badger?
1: Badger is, you still see him, but it's, it's running into the woods away from you.
3: I just give you all a smile and I sprint towards that badger. <laughs> you can catch up to it. I'm <laughs> yeah. just following it. I'm running. Oh, okay, gotcha. You just I'm seeing out. where it goes. Are you trying
1: to catch it or are you just following it? Following. All right, perfect. So Kincaid starts. I assume drop your backpack and start running after this badger. So
3: With my new I,
2: dagger. Yeah, your so, new dagger.
1: So Vaso <laughs> trying it in the other hand.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm ready for I'm ready for action. So Vaso he can he can definitely relate. So he's just gonna.
0: No, take the things out of your pockets, and she's gonna like empty the okay, shards. Okay, fine.
2: And like as he's running, he's gonna pull out the shard and just chuck him.
1: All um. Right. <laughs> go ahead and take one piercing damage. As a squirrel bites your finger when you reach into your pocket to, Nuts. to toss it.
0: <laughs> um, are are you <laughs> you
1: just now? see him throwing these little woodland
0: creatures. <laughs> Can, um, you know, the but it would
3: be if the little woodland squirrel made him go unconscious right now. <laughs> <laughs> Only had one hit point left.
0: And all yeah. it took was <laughs> a squirrel, <Just> squirrel. <laughs> biting his finger. Just dot. <laughs> That's it. Basso, Here
3: lies squirrel. Basso
0: Taken down by a,
3: a squirrel. Bushy. bushy. You <laughs> a tailed squirrel. I chipped the
0: tail. I guess they were chipmunks. it was chipmunks. Um.
3: Slappy the squirrel. Animaniacs. There you
0: go. Yeah, I don't know another famous squirrel. <laughs> Continue. Okay, so, so he threw a woodland creature out, but did he also throw a shard out?
1: The woodland creature that he threw was very dark and hazy.
0: Okay, but are there any shards? Are there any things that have not transformed yet back mm, into the things that they were?
1: I'd say some of them would still be shards.
0: Okay, I would like to go up to the said shard, and I would like to um take the ra- my rapier out and i want to stab the shard like i'm killing a horquat.
1: Okay, you stab the shard and it stabs into a shard.
0: It just like breaks apart and it doesn't like. Doesn't
1: break apart. Think of like a push pin.
0: Oh, it just like goes into it. Yep. Okay, that did nothing.
1: You now see quite a bit of distance between Kincaid and Vaso as they have continued on. The light being has stayed behind to see what you're doing.
0: I much um continue tracking to the light being. Okay. <laughs> And she's gonna pick up the dark shard. Like, what is this?
1: Shakes its head. Okay. Like, puts his arm up. Like, attack it. Yeah. (laughs) You put the sense together that it attacks the dark beings. Okay. That's just what it does.
0: It just are are you here to protect? Like, are are you here to kill these?
1: You see it turn into the half orc. Okay. And it does like a big fluid bow.
0: Okay. Can you follow me? Like, will you follow me? And we're gonna chase after those two. Oh, we're
1: running. Yep. I'm gonna. If you walk,
3: you're. I'm
0: going to well. pick up the pace and go after those two.
1: They're quite a bit ahead of you, and it is night. Okay. Even with your dark vision, it is pretty dark, and you still seem quite distracted. Okay. So it is going to take you a second to pick up their trail. So you're not catching up to them, but you're on their trail. That's
0: fine. I just want to follow them. So you're following
1: know. them, but you're going to be lagging behind them because you have to actually do ranger scouting to like find their trail. So we're going to move forward to our party of two. Guys are running through the woods following a badger, and it just keeps running and running and running. How long are you gonna keep running for?
3: There is no no time limit. Okay, he's my good. he's my objective. You're, you're waiting to see. Okay, yeah, he's hopefully leading me somewhere. That's what Kinkade's thinking.
1: He does lead you to a big field, and in the distance of the field, you see a temple that is sticking out above the trees. So think of, like you enter a meadow, you look at it in the distance, and you see the tree line about 50 feet away, but then sticking out of the tree line, you would guess maybe like 100 feet into the trees, you see a top of a temple sticking out of the trees. Nice. But what you also see in this field is about three or four of those zombie type creatures that Basso had encountered already. Okay. And the badger runs right between two of them as they are standing on guard. Okay. So if you want to follow, you are going to get attacked.
3: All right, I'm just making a note real quick. That's fine. 30 second break. All right.
0: This break brought to you by iced coffee.
3: (laughs) Way to rub that in my face. (laughs) Yeah. So I get here. Nick beat me here, which he normally does. It's fine.
0: When you come early, you get the last of the iced coffee. But they're
3: going on about, oh, this is the best iced coffee. And I walk in, like, do you like iced coffee? I was like, yeah, well, too bad we're out. And I was like, well, (laughs) It also wasn't
0: vegan, so...
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Well,
2: yeah, I'm not missing anything. But
0: now that I know iced coffee can be our new thing, I will get all the supplies and I will make vegan iced coffee. It was really good, that wasn't it, Nick?
2: It was. Yeah. We
3: all know how good your
0: yeah.
1: ice
3: coffee. <laughs> okay, I'm in a field. There are four zombies.
1: Yep. And they are kind of think of them as sentries standing on guard. And as the badger kind of runs through the line that they've created, they see you chasing it, and then they pull their swords out on guard and they start walking towards you guys. They're running, but they're walking towards you. Are they in a line? You. They are in a line, like a left to right line as you're looking at them. They are walking towards you, so we are in combat, but you guys are going to be able to go first, whatever order that you want, because they're not running towards oh, you, they're walking towards you. So you, to
2: uh, you go 1st and
1: you? oh, I, yeah. Line.
0: Am I there yet?
3: You are not. All right, I've been waiting a while to do this. All right, I'm about to cast a spell, but before I do, just for dramatic effect, i want to
1: flip gonna through all there? your papers. <laughs> <laughs> How far away am I from said creatures? They're probably about 40 feet from me because they were on the far side of the the meadow yep. that you guys ran into. Now they are walking towards you, so I'd say they're probably about 40 feet from me.
3: Okay, I am casting lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. at these creatures, and I i don't know if you're going to let me do both of these. If not, that's fine. I was going to do my ability to... I think I can, like, hover 10 feet in the air.
1: Yep, mm. if you cast a spell.
3: If you cast a spell first level or higher, I can fly up to 10 feet away. So I'm above them, or I guess more like eye level. So I'm going, like, straight for the upper torso. And I am casting lightning bolt at them. So they need to make a dexterity saving
1: I rolled four of the just because there's four of the monsters, but we have a 16, 17, 12, and nine. Okay, so what is two
3: did not pass. Okay. The spell save DC was a 14.
1: So they're going to take the full damage. Yeah. And then the other ones are going to take half damage.
3: Yep. So do we just roll the same damage for.
1: Yeah, we'll just roll the damage, then we'll uh, do full for the two that failed and half for the ones that.
3: Can I borrow a D6? Oh my God. All right, I'm going to roll this twice. That's oh. full damage. <laughs> 5, 10, 12, 13. Man. Oh, <laughs> what a horrible stinks. roll. Uh, 16, 20. So 20 is the full damage? 20 is the full damage. Yep. Then whatever half of this is 10. <laughs>
1: 10. Yeah. That's what I was going to do. Oh, Ryan was going to
0: roll it again.
3: I was just going to do the 10. 11. Oh, is that fine? Yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. It's, the same oh. s-
1: yeah. it's the same spell. You're doing a chain lightning attack on him. Yeah. Wreck. Basically, we'll think, man, it, what a like,
3: waste of a spell. The
1: first two, I mean, yeah. you dealt 40 50, 60 damage in total.
3: Yep. Quite a bit. And also, oh, with, they each take that. Yeah. And then also with my ability, when I cast a first level of higher of lightning or thunder damage, I deal three damage to every creature.
1: So That's awesome. They get an additional three. Yep. You immediately tear off a couple of the limbs of the first two that were in that chain lightning that took kind of the brunt of it, and then it kind of dissipated a little bit more. And you saw it mm-hmm. didn't quite do as much damage to the other two. Okay. But you did a pretty sizable hit. Did it let out an audible part at all in that spell with that lightning?
3: Let's consult. Uh, it just says a stroke of lightning forming a line 100 feet long and five feet wide blast out from you in a direction you choose. Dexterity saving throw, 86 damage on a failed save, half as much on a successful one. The lightning ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried.
1: I'm going to actually give them an extra because it was fire based attack. I'm actually going to double the damage because they are acceptable to fire. So those first two actually do die from your attack and the other two are the ones that are now missing their arm. Mm. Mm. But with that flash of light, you hear a roar come from within the tree line as a much larger zombie p- creature appears, and you recognize it as a ogre. Cool. It in a zombie form. Okay. And it takes up right behind the two of them, and it is not slowly walking towards you, but running towards you guys, because it has been summoned into battle.
3: Summoned? With the oh, first Oh, lightning. Okay. Yep.
1: Think of him like the general. You just annihilated his troops. <laughs> That's what Kincaid does. Alright, so that was Kin- Kincaid's turn. I guess we got Vaso
2: next. So there's two of the smaller guys, and then there's like a bigger guy behind them coming up nope. to it. How far away is the big, big one?
1: He's still in the tree line. You just aren't seeing him because of that big... Bright flash of light. You're seeing that monster coming out of the tree line. So he's 50 feet away.
2: Okay. So the the other the two smaller guys. Uh, how far apart are they from each other?
1: Uh, they're probably about 10 feet from each other.
2: So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do lightning breath. Okay. Like right in the middle because it's a 15 foot cone.
1: There's all sorts of lightning damage in here.
2: <laughs> so you gotta do a they gotta do dexterity saving throw. Uh,
1: a 20 and a 14.
2: So one passes, and one meets.
1: So ties go to the attacker. So one passes, one failed.
2: Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a 3d6 damage. A great one. Five, six, so 10, 10 damage. That's 10, the full amount. And same thing, a
1: lightning fiery based one. You feel like it does more damage to it. Mm-hmm. So one of them bites the dust, turns into a, a dark shard, and the other one is barely crawling. <laughs> so you've like knocked off both of its legs, but it's still... Dragging itself towards you like a typical zombie would do.
2: Okay. And how far away is that last one from me? Uh, the big guy? Not, not the big one, but the the last one. I think there were forty feet for me. They probably haven't mm. moved since you guys just yeah. annihilated them. So. So he's gonna. He's actually gonna run up to it and then just swing at it.
1: Uh, I think you can get up to it, but I think you don't have an action left because you used your lightning breath as your attack action.
2: Okay. You I get, I you get, I you get can... extra attack.
0: Yeah, but that only. I think that only works when you do melee. melee I think attacks, it counts as
2: spell yeah. and. A... Okay. I think it has to be the same weapon. Yeah. Then I'm just going to kind of hang back.
1: <laughs> okay. You can technically do it. Oh, you have to attack to do an offhand attack. And You mm-hmm. don't have a two-handed. All right. Yeah. So you're going to hang back. Yeah. And enemies go. uh zombie is crawling towards you, but he is going to just get stepped on by the big guy closing the distance behind. I gotta, like to see what his movement is. I don't think he's going to make it to you, but yeah, he, he's actually going to cover the distance because he's going to use his movement. And his action is a dash because he's just running into battle, fully screaming. You guys are close to each other at this point because you're still both trailing behind. So I'm picturing Kincaid, this guy's just crossing the field and you're just floating down. You're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And he's right up in melee with you guys like screaming on you. And you just feel that horror right in front of you. But that brings us up to Kincaid. You're in melee. (laughs) You wanted to stay behind and talk to the light shard. I
0: know, just everyone's going to die.
1: Then you can come heal them.
0: I don't. I can't.
1: You don't have any more spells left.
0: I mean, I do, but.
1: All right. Sorry, bud.
3: Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Brandy>
3: fire. <laughs> I do. Ha- no, I do. Poor masos. I do have a bonus spell. Uh, I'm going to cast Misty Step. <laughs> Good spell. Uh, briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. So I'm going to go behind him.
1: Okay. Say, Vaso. The-
3: And then I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at a second level spell. Uh, A beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards a creature within range, forming a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target. Make a ranged spell attack against that creature. On a hit, the target takes 1d12 lightning damage. And on each of your turns for the duration, you can use your action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to the target automatically. Spell ends if you use your action to do anything else. The spell also ends if the target is ever outside the spell range, which is 30 feet. So since I cast it second level, it's 2d12.
1: Make a attack modifier on it. It's in melee. Oh, you're not enraged, though. Are right, you? Boss. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not yet. <laughs>
3: All right, so I get to add plus 8 to this. Big
1: roll, big roll. Uh, 17. That hits. It's a big roll. Yes.
3: So I do 2d12
0: the weird looking
3: ones I know I was just I trying to I can
0: never like the 12 and the 10 always trip me up
3: 14 damage plus it's another lightning based spell so another 3
1: 17. yep same thing you definitely feel like it's sizzling a lot hotter on this undead creature so it takes a lot more of the force than it anticipated mm-hmm. so you see like a big bird mark go across its back since you teleported behind him
2: yep Vaso okay so Vaso is in melee with this big zombie monster yes you are God I don't know if I want to use my last rage <laughs> I mean he's got he doesn't have very many hit points so he, he's got to do he's got to do rage. So, okay, so um, Jumping into rage. Yep, mm-hmm. jumping into rage. And then he's just going to swing away. Um, eight. Meets. It meets? It meets. Okay. This guy's got no armor class. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, 15 damage. Okay. And he is immediately going to swing again. Okay, sounds good. Uh, 16.
1: It doubles his
2: every class. <laughs> um, 10 damage.
1: Guy doesn't have much armor, but he has a hit point. Tank. All right. (laughs) Oh, great. Good to know. (laughs) You yell. You're (laughs) enraged. Just yelling at this monster, but it is not really phased by it because it's a monster in itself. Does a 20 hit your armor class? Yes, it does. All right. You take 13 bludgeoning damage. Done. So six. Six. It takes a second attack. 18. Is that your armor class? Yep. You take 14 bludgeoning damage. (laughs) Are you still up? I'm still alive. Oh, wow. That's impressive.
3: Kincaid I believe it's you Yeah. Um, okay so remind me On a concentration spell I can't cast Anything else Correct
1: Concentration You can't cast Any other concentration spells But you can cast Nine concentration spells So I
3: can do a Cantrip
1: you Can do a cantrip
3: I guess so So I can react My witch bolt As Your action And then I can do A bonus action to. Yep Alright well I'm just going to Enact my witch bolt Okay Another 2d12 coming at you.
1: Yeah, it automatically hits because you're just keeping the same thing, Yeah. right?
3: so that's 15 so th- lightning damage plus another 3, so 18.
1: So 36 damage total that you've dealt. Nice. And it's definitely starting to look weaker, but it's still up and going.
3: I got I, I got to cast Firebolt. I want to use two of my sorcery points and then hurl a Firebolt at it. Okay. And I, do I get advantage now?
1: You do because he's enraged.
3: Uh, 25. It's 2d10. Eight.
1: It is licking very weak at this point. That was fire, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure because it's doing double damage. As sure. a as
3: a creature of water, I have a lot of <laughs> fire. Yeah, you <I> do. Well, <laughs> <One laughs> Boiling water Light, everywhere.
0: Lightning lightning. Makes sense. Yeah, fire but it's steam. steam. When you're decided. underwater, it's all steam.
1: That's what we decided, yeah. Yeah. So I have
3: really clear pores. Clear <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> All right, Vasa. I uh, saw so you're sh- looking at something
2: over there. I'm curious what you're doing. No, nah, I just reviewing my sheet make sure i'm utilizing everything everything in your disposal. make sure you have a
0: healing potion somewhere <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah so he's just going to swing again sounds good 19 hits uh 11 damage and he's going to swing again 25 that hits uh 6 damage
1: <laughs> uh Ryan you've played Diablo so some monsters when you hit them they start to like oh Like pulse. Pulse. And you hit this monster and it kind of like peters and starts pulsing. And you're like, that's weird. And then it explodes. Oh. (laughs) And... Forces you back. Woods, I'm going to say this is exactly when you appeared okay. on their trail. and You see this carnage happening in front of you. You see Vasa get that shot in, and then the zombie creature explodes and just sends all this shrapnel. Okay. Shredding through the remaining health that Vasa has. How much health do you have? I got five hit points. Okay. Low. Yep. So I'm going to say it shreds through the remaining of his health, so he is down.
0: Okay. Is he down, down, or one of those goes to one hit point point things?
2: Nope, because I only get one per long rest. Okay. So I am down, down.
0: I'm going to run up to Vaso, and I'm uh, just going to yell, Kincaid, we need to leave.
3: No, there's a, there's no, actually a temple. To, no.
0: We need to leave. I'm not leaving. He's dead.
3: No. We, no the light creature. Where's the light beam? I,
0: and I look around. Is the light guy behind me?
1: Yes, the light guy is behind you, and he is going to be... Running up towards Vaso. Okay. And he's going to touch Vaso. And you are familiar with Cure Wounds. Mm-hmm. So you see healing spells, but this looks a little bit different. Okay. So you watch this light being kind of taking some of its light and pouring it over Vaso. And okay. you see some of those kind of. Wounds kind of heal up. That gives you an idea that as you're watching this, you have learned the gift of light. Ooh. Gift of life spell.
0: Ooh, so I basically can. Okay.
1: i going to read it
3: for the listeners.
1: Yeah, sorry. And so, the other
3: players. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, ooh, this
0: is great. Um, okay, so the caster taps into their soul and uses their life force to aid those in need. Take 1d4 soul damage. Half of this damage is then used to heal another creature, player, NPC, capped at their hit point max. So basically, I can roll this up to my current player level. So I can roll 6d4s, and you would get half of that back. But it t- I take the full damage? Correct. OK. So, so good things
3: ten- happen when you go unconscious. Uh, uh, it's kind of a
1: last ditch effort of like, oh, I need to. Yeah. Picture like, Oh, I just don't want him to die. I don't want him to die. And you're like, I'm gonna give him part of my, my life. My
0: life, yeah. Okay. And it's uh just like all the other ones, like kind of like a cantrip. Yep, it's a bonus action. Okie dokie. Um I still think we should leave.
1: No. Nope. The <laughs> uh, temple. I- there
0: is can, a temple
3: right there i understand
0: that but i can listen we have to me. come
3: this far listen to me you can leave i'm no, not leaving listen to me
0: i can open a rift we can step out into friendly territory and rest and then we can come right back to the spot when uh, we are fully healed and we can gather our thoughts we can come right back to this spot
3: you can't i can't you can't guarantee that
0: Yes I can. I absolutely can.
3: You need to do it now. If not, I'm the temple's right there.
0: And I'm gonna, that could
3: be what we're looking for.
0: I'm gonna um open the rift.
1: Are you doing anything with the at the moment or no? He's he's stable now. I just wanted to know. Is yeah. he at zero or one hit point or he's probably at zero now with the person the light being probably got him to zero. So he's not rolling death saves.
0: But he's unconscious. But he's unconscious.
1: I'm gonna okay. actually I'm gonna have you go back to five hit points because I just took those from you for the story element okay. see, he's fine. but you're unconscious does that okay. make sense
0: So I am gonna use three levels and I just rolled nine is that open a rift big enough that we can see through it and see that it is Ivana
1: you see Ivana but as you're looking through the rift, you don't see the meadow that you're in. Instead, you see a river. So it's water. Well, I mean, you're, you're casting it, but you're kind of like on a river bank. Okay. And it looks very familiar to you, kind of like a spot you had passed on your way into the dark forest.
0: Okay. L- like, look, we could go to that side. We, can he- we could make a game plan, and then I can open it back up, and we can come back to this. But what are we going to do dead? He look at him yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like we can't I, I agree we need to go there but i don't think we can go there like this and i'm gonna go persuasion kincaid 10
1: kincaid out of the corner of your eye next to you because you had teleported behind so you're kind of backed by that line of four zombies still now your corner eye you see something glisten in the light as that light being is doing it's manipulation
3: well i'm going to check out what's glistening
1: what's glistening is a little rolled up parchment that's got a golden band kind of around it holding it together
3: Mm -hmm. oh i'm opening it
1: it is a adventuring contract it's withered with time but in the contract it says retrieve the harbinger's bow from the temple of saline (laughs) done Signing it. It's too weathered and torn to kind of see who requested it, but that's what you can make out of the contract: is to retrieve the Harbinger bow from the Temple of Saline. Would you have opened your rift? It is slowly closing again.
0: I. Uh, what no, are we well, gonna do? Well, you can't heal us. No. I. Well, let's
3: get him.
1: Let's get him through the rift.
0: To the. To, we're gonna go take, to the other side. Take
1: his head. I got his legs. Okay. Let's we're, go.
0: We're gonna pick it up and we're gonna.
1: Get through the rift. You guys walk through the rift, and the rift.
3: Kim K doesn't go through the rift.
1: Oh, right. King K does not go through there. Okay, do you just drop his legs or something? As soon as he
3: like <laughs> gets more, through, it's more like a push.
0: Hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at CaraDressTales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at, at caradresstalesd d This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show.
1: So Woods and Vaso, you guys drop into Ivana. Okay. You're by a river. Okay. You recognize the river as kind of being close to where you had came up to the dark forest. Okay. But it's back a little bit more. Okay. And then you look as you see Kincaid not go through the rift as it finishes closing.
0: And she's just shaking her head at him. (laughs) I (laughs) bow.
3: Am I still with the light chart or light thing? The light
1: being stayed behind with Kinkade, since it's what its job is, is to be here.
0: I am going to um, use my new gift of light and try to get him awake.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Um, So I'm going to do it. I haven't done this before, so I'm just going to do it one time. So I give him two hit points
1: back. Okay, and you take four. That's how you roll, sorry. Also, you get two hit points back.
0: Is he conscious? Yeah, I'd say
1: he'd probably wake up at this point.
0: Okay, and we're just sitting on the bank.
1: As you're sitting on the bank, you're looking out towards the dark forest, and it is a lot closer than this spot was last time. Basically, when you were at this spot last time in your journey, you couldn't see the dark forest yet. But now it's right in front of you. Like your rift just took you just to the edge of the dark forest.
0: Okay. And we think that, so what I discern, the dark forest is growing.
1: Dark forest is growing.
0: Okay. Um,
3: How far can you walk into the dark forest? What do you mean? Halfway, because then you'd be walking out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There we go, kid. That's That's why I stayed behind.
0: That's why
2: you (laughs) stayed in.
0: We're going to find our halfway point. Okay. uh, We need a short rush. I'm panicking, I'm pacing the riverbank.
2: Zabato's just sitting there, and he's he's just sitting there, like just bandaging himself up and. I, uh, I mean, I guess we're we should do a short rest. Yeah,
0: I need a long. I need I. <laughs> I got I'm, nothing. You're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. And I can't believe he stayed in there. Like, God, he's just not. He's not a team member. Like, he's not a part of a team. Like, w- what if... an idiot. Like, he's gonna die. Oh, crap. And P- Captain Brandon saved us. We're gonna freaking go back and save him. Ah. She like kicks a rock.
1: <laughs> right into Vaso's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's unconscious and he's again. <laughs> yeah. Vaso and Woods, you guys are welcome to do a short rest. It is an eight-hour overnight stay, so it's going to be like you set up a camp outside the dark forest, Um, bandage your wounds, do whatever you need to do. Yeah, he's going to use his hit
2: dice to get health back. So,
1: yeah, I see him. So she and the The way hit dice works with the way I always see is you're bandaging your wounds, and you guys are adventurers, so you have stuff in your packs, and even if you lose your packs. You are in nature and you have a ranger, so you can probably find
2: medicinal herbs and stuff like that. Mm,
3: that's tough. That's a tough roll right there.
2: Uh, What's the uh, dice? Is that 1d12? It's based on, on your... Well, it's you get 12. six of them.
1: Yeah, you get as many as you have level. Mm-hmm. You guys have done a short rest oh, yeah, I only have some other time, so I don't know how oh, many of you have crap. left. I got five left. Oh, got I five had
0: left. one left and I rolled a one. You have mm-hmm. to
3: add your constitution modifier, Yeah,
0: too. which is two. So
1: there you got, go. You got three back. It's not all lost. But you also get half your spell slots back. That's a big one for you. Is it D12? D12 for the barbarian, yep. And that's... 11.
2: Plus what? what Your you constitution, it? constitution modifier.
1: modifier.
0: Okay, I
3: guess. It's eight hours for a long... Or a short rest? Short rest,
1: yep. Kincaid's going to be in there by himself for a while with that light shard, which... We're gonna handle it in a minute, but I'm finishing up outside. I mean, I've already lost one character. I've
3: been here. I got ideas for my third one, so, so we'll on, just yeah. see what happens. But,
1: yeah, I'm no, not. I think I think NK did exactly what he would do. He's trying to finish his, his, his mission. mission. Yeah, no, uh, I played my character. You, I'm so you,
0: that was so good D and we all played our characters like that was really good D and D guys. I think so at least. So, and i ha- and like, Woods like. We know you, you're a part of our crew, but like at the end of the day, like she's going to save Vasil's life. Like and that's what I expected. Yeah, yeah. like yep. you're not, if you were Nomis it would have been a lot harder conversation. Mm-hmm. But
3: I think nomis would have gotten the hell out of there. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> he can't do anything.
1: All right, so I'm going to cut to Kincaid yeah. as you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. are doing this. Kincaid, you are in the Dark Forest now and you have the light being with you as well. Mm -hmm. It's pretty quiet because you've taken care of the sentries. So at this point, you are free to move towards the temple if that's what Kincaid was planning on doing.
3: I think first I would kind of like crouch down a little bit and look at the light shard and ask, have you been here before and point at the temple.
1: And it points at the contract in your hand.
3: So I'm going to say you are the party trying to find the bow. And it nods. Okay, so you have not been in there.
1: It kind of looks down and nods yes, but kind of you can sense shame coming from it.
3: Is it dangerous in there?
1: Definitely shakes its head yes.
3: Should I go in there by
1: myself? It shakes its head no. But then it also gets its sword out into, like, trying to let you know you're not going to be alone. Like, it's here for whatever comfort that is to Kincaid.
3: Do you know how to get in there?
1: Shakes the head, yes.
3: Um, Are you able to heal me any, like you did my friend before we go in there?
1: It would take in a knee and kind of rest up a little bit, and then it would touch, like, your foot, for example. And you can feel yourself get back, let's say, uh, roll a d12. 10 10 so you get back 10 hit points all right but you also see that it's light force had diminished quite a bit like the brightness of it had diminished when it did that
3: let's go but stealthily
1: sounds good go ahead and roll a stealth check
3: let me flip through all my papers here (laughs) uh next episode is just plus plus two
0: a single episode of just Ryan in this dungeon.
1: <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> Ryan in the dungeon. So as it is dragons, Dungeons Dragons. <laughs> as you sneak through the forest, you start hearing wind blowing through the trees, but it's very rhythmic. Mm-hmm. And then as you get closer, it's getting louder. It's kind of like a whistling sound. And you get closer and then you definitely notice that what you're hearing is breathing. And you look at the temple and there's, it's pretty eroded at this point. So there's not really difficult to get in. You Mm -hmm. can just see into it.
3: Okay. So it's like pretty much rubble at this point. Yep. Pretty much
1: rubble at this point, but it's still like a structure because you saw it from a distance, but there's like a hole in the wall. There's doors are just missing. Like it's not big fortified structure. Okay. The inside you see something Fairly large, laying on top of a pile of trinkets. And now we're going to cut over
2: to outside. Um. So Vasto did his hit dice, and he got 31 health back.
1: Nice! Vasto's ready to go.
2: Yep, uh, <laughs> and he's got two of his rages back, because okay. he gets half of his yep. rages back. That was
1: a game mechanic we added for the listener. I did a DM decision that he gets half his rages back on a short rest.
0: I can't open a rift.
1: You were reading the book. Do you want me to tell you what you read? Or oh, yeah, yeah. We could, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say you probably calmed yourself down enough to be able to read the diary okay. while you were on your, list. You decided you were going to read the whole thing. So this is what you've learned. You learned that the owner of the diary, Blake Merle, was from high class in Blackberry Harbor, but his parents didn't approve of his lover because she was a small town girl discussed that already they then talked about how they were leaving their family behind to start their adventuring life and they began the creation of the purple blades the majority of the rest of the diary depicts kind of their adventures of how they did things and things they picked up tricks along the way because you took the time to read through the whole diary you get to gain one ability score of your choice Mm. because you picked up something from their adventures that you can utilize in your abilities now so like a new move to be dexterous or something to raise your wisdom. Okay. You can do that after if you want to, or you can do it now. We'll do it after. Okay. The last thing, the last entry of the book, the author is discussing her worry or his worry because he believes the mission they are on is more that they can manage. The beast guarding the temple is simply just too much, but the rest of the party thinks that they can manage and they'll discuss it at camp that evening. It then says... That the monster guarding the temple is a dragon, and you also read that the name of the temple is the Temple of Saline. And as soon as you read the word Saline, you immediately sense your goddess is feeling like something sparked a memory that she had forgotten. So for the next battle, you're going to have advantage on everything if you decide to go into battle.
0: Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm going to explain this to Basso. so she gets she finishes explaining everything and okay, so I um I feel like I have learned a lot from this this diary and, and I really am, am harnessing Lucha. Here's my problem. I I'm am too weak. I, I think I might be able to open a a riff to get us back in there, but I think that's the last thing that I'll do. I'm I'm mm. I need more time. Like I need I need a week. Like I, I need more time unless you can somehow figure out how to
2: how to open a rift
0: or give me some health or heal me
2: oh okay in some Do you way not have, okay so okay yeah so i'll oh i like, i've um, got
0: two, uh, okay well i mean
2: i've got two hit dice left so i'll give those to you doesn't quite work that way you but. Can't give hit
0: di- yeah <laughs> um so she's so we're having this like conversation and um she's gonna remember that she can cure wounds on herself um because she I kind of forgot that <laughs> um all right let me let me just okay. and she's gonna like i'm just gonna just get i'm gonna go meditate let me just let me see if i can if i can get my head straight so we can get back in there okay so she's are gonna do that she's gonna go meditate she's gonna roll some cure wounds
2: so did vaso didn't see the gift of the light and so it was,
0: being done, was being, done oh, being done on you right. yeah, yeah. so you didn't see it
1: uh, so okay. so she can maybe try to explain it but yeah you didn't physically see it because you're unconscious yeah how much did you get? Back? Nineteen. Nice, plenty here.
0: I still have two more spell slots. Okay, so some time passes. <laughs> she yep. kind of like collects herself. All right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go back in there and, and help him. Okay. I'm asking you.
2: Yeah, I mean. Okay. What? Uh, okay, so he learns. You learned that the temple is guarded by a dragon.
0: Yeah, it's guarded by a dragon, and I don't. I think we need to go in and get him because I don't think we we can we can't fight a dragon. Can you bite a dragon?
2: Okay, so with that, he's going to use his other two hit points, or hit dice, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he needs, he needs all his strength back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so let, let me roll for that really quick. Great. Three. Okay, 13.
0: And you added your modifier? Do
2: I add? Yeah, you your constitution modifier. You added yeah. your, constitution, you added your modifier. constitution modifier. Oh, yeah, I did. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or
0: whatever. Yeah.
2: I didn't suspect okay. I was going to be... Fighting a dragon. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to go. All right. Like, um, I'll I'll fight the dragon. Okay. Well, uh, I'm
0: gonna open it and you're gonna close it. I'm gonna open the rift. We're gonna go well,
2: through it. Wasn't it closing on it's on itself? Oh yeah yeah so yeah. We'll just we'll just go through it.
0: Okay. Um. Okay. I'm gonna open and I'm gonna kind of go back. To, to where we originally came out of right mm-hmm. um and i'm going to face so we walked into it so i'm gonna turn around and okay. cast it like like oh, i'm yeah. trying to go back in right so yeah. same exact spot i hope this works i really hope this works oh uh, she can do it two levels so two four does that get it open
1: it does get it open and you see a dark dorma well i guess you don't see anything right it's just black because it's a black. You kind of messed that up last time. All right. Yeah. uh, You're getting skilled enough now. You can see through the fog. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. So you see Dormo on the other side.
0: Can we discern if it's the same place, the same meadow?
1: You don't see a meadow, but you see kind of some rubble.
0: Okay. And she's going to just look at her friend and say, let's go. And she's going to step through.
2: Jump through. We're jumping through.
1: You guys jump through, and you feel a gust of wind kind of hit your back. We're going to switch scenes to Kincaid. You are sneaking in closer, and you see your little badger friend present the gold coin. It's now that you've put it together that it was the gold coin from your homeland that it's stolen. And the dragon reaches down, plucks it, and then just gets all happy, puts it down, and kind of lays over it. And then you hear him say, good job, dark one. Now go get me more. And then you see the badger kind of turn and run away. And As it's running away, you see a rift open as... Two of your compatriots step out into the middle of this room as a badger goes running across your guys' feet and you feel the dragon just breathe onto your back.
0: Ah, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest In.
1: Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.